1: Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy weather Gonna kick old trouble Out the door Be out old trouble and drunk. Beat out old trouble on the drum and kick all trouble out the door. Beat me that rhythm on the drum. Beat me that rhythm on the drum. Beat me that rhythm on the drum and kick all
0: trouble out out the door. Kick him 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 out the door. Okay, here we all are in the 3CR studio. What? We're, all, what? we're all here. We're, we're not all, all here. We're all live. We're all here. How do here I know? How on do the I know? Australia program.
2: How do I know you're not an avatar? Because, you don't know what it is. Because avatar that person, is. that I do, that person who went on holidays, left me in the lurch for a few weeks, needs to be punished.
0: But you're going away, so I hear.
2: Yeah, that's the punishment. Yeah. You oh, yeah. will be interviewed. But it won't be
0: punishment, it will be a pleasure. Yeah, but is... Can't wait for you to go away for a little while.
2: Yeah, well, I I could be rude because it is International Women's Day next Wednesday, so I'm not going to be rude and talk about dresses and pants and underpants and singlets. All right? Okay. Thank you. Now, we've got a guest. And this is, uh, first of all, uh, this is Radical Australia on Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au the world's greatest producer and the host next week Kelly Whitworth will podcast this interview for all eternity so Kia if you stuff this up there's no taking it down I promise I won now Kia just to Oh,
0: welcome welcome to oh, Radical oh, Australia. Oh, stop stop <laughs> the bullshit.
2: Come on, Kelly. <laughs>
3: Thank you for having me, guys. Thank you. Oh God.
2: You just said my, fa- my, 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 my the most hated phrase in an interview. Really? Yes. I'm going to continue. Thank you for having me. Thank I, you I haven't had for you. Having I'm, me. I'm uh, really feeling privileged to be here. Care, and I'm like, care, you know, care, such a good care. weather inside your You've got an accent. I love this. And having has many meanings, all right? So I haven't had you. Kelly hasn't had you. We've invited you to have a discourse, a conversation.
3: But also you pay rent here. You're having me and you're giving me a glass of water. This is like a pr-
1: Would you and
2: like
0: I- another one? Yes. Yes. Yeah, and well, come a little bit closer to that microphone. You've got to
1: listen right.
2: to her. Listen to her. She knows. Because without her, we, without her it's just two old people talking <laughs> to each other. So what year were you born, Kia? 19... 19- Eighty-five. You look much older. What's happened to your hair? It
3: fell. I just... What do you mean it fell out? Lost it in a different country. I Did just you? Left it. I should tell my dad to actually send it by the post somehow.
2: What, your hair? Yeah, I could Posted it to <laughs> you. <laughs> so you said a different country. Where were you born?
3: I born in a small village in Iran mm-hmm. called what, what part of Iran in is that? South east of right. Iran and mm-hmm. it's very close to the Iraqi border right. and very close to also other regions Lorestan and Kurdistan regions in Iran and very close to the shore as well, one hour very dry, the hottest actually city in Iran the and I experienced um, 52 in my life
2: Fifty-two degrees or fifty-two-year-old
3: 52 people. Fifty-two, both of them. <laughs> both of them. <laughs> well, it was it was it was a very uh, tiny, tiny town <clears> without <throat> internet, and of course there would be no internet by that time. And totally different way of life. learning about yeah. life.
2: Different way. Are, of, are your parents uh, still alive? They are. Are they thankfully. living here or in Iran? Everyone back in Iran. Everyone's yes. back in Iran. So it must be must be very difficult for you.
3: Yeah, it's devastating somehow mm. when I'm thinking about it. Sometimes I'm mm. like, ah, I haven't seen them since. Uh, how long is like, that? 11 years. No, th- no, 11 years here plus one and a half year on the top of it while I was living mm. in Istanbul. Oh. So it would be very long. Yeah, it's very weird for me. I can't really digest it still. And, I, and it's a very long story why we haven't
2: met yet and I'm unable to go back there um, because of s- safety reasons. Right of- Now, so did you come here as an asylum seeker or a refugee? Um, I was accepted as a permanent residency ah,
3: before I arrived here. From actually, Istanbul? From Istanbul. And I was very, very, very lucky comparing to many horrible stories that's that right. I have yeah. heard. And I, yes. So, like, so
2: what year was that?
3: It was in 2012, February the 2nd I arrived here. So that's the end of the Gillard government, isn't it, at that ah, stage?
2: Unfortunately, I didn't get to really hang out. No, no, but I'm just <laughs> saying, that's the reason, most yeah. likely, yes. you were able yeah, to be yeah, yeah. fast-tracked.
3: I was really unaware by that time. To mm. be honest. So I was politically even unaware about Australian. Mm. Uh,
2: mm. Do you have any brothers yeah. and sisters
3: back in the village? I do. I'm the last one. I have another sister before me and another
2: sister before me and another brother, which another is brother. like 13 years older than me. Yeah. Right. Mm. So no wonder you're only using your first name. Iran's not a nice place for a lot of people. Ah, it's a really pleasant place for me. Whatever
3: it goes through, I would love to be there. It's just very, very missed. It's just always in my mind. It's always in right. my heart. And yeah. it's very going through hardship. The moment I opened my eyes and I learned about life, it was going through hardship. So I grow uh, like that and I learned all that. Um, history slowly slowly and I Mm -hmm. realized oh this is actually not the history that I want to listen to this is like a bunch of colonizers
2: Yes, and
3: I have to do something about it when I reached 16 I got to experience by accident actually I went to a fire temple in Isfahan and I was like oh fire temple satanists it's like no this is Zoroastrian temple that's Iranian religion I was like what? Excuse me. I was like, "Wow!" Then how deep is the?
2: the you know the, what? There is a word that I want <laughs> to. What is I, the word? The word that I learned. You learned um, the word. Yes. While I, he's while he's looking on his phone, <laughs> Kelly and I will have to make small talk. I found it. You found it. What is it? Indoctrination. Indoctrination. I was indoctrinated all my life. All your life. <laughs> well, that's what we're gonna trying to do here today. We're going to disindoctrinate you. That's awesome. Oh, we don't need to. You've already oh, well, been disindoctrinated. Well, <laughs> that's why you're here. Otherwise, you wouldn't have accepted the invitation. No, no, no. So, 16. 16. Explain. What's this religion called? Zoroastrianism. Now, it was the first religion that had one God. Is that correct? Yeah,
3: that's the start of the fuckery. Sorry, mm-hmm. I swear. I, yeah. I should not And what do you mean is the start of the fuckery? What do you mean? Um, you know, the Ibrahimic religions yes, are... Yes. Like uh, Judaism, Christianity and Islam
2: mm. basically one 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 family. I, I, I say yes. I, I say there's the grandparents, which yes. are the Jews. Yes. The um, Christians are the yes. is the son and the Muslims are the, are the grandchildren. The, exactly. And they are fighting all the time. Exactly. A very dysfunctional a family. family. Very dysfunctional. Very
3: dysfunctional. Yeah. Very dysfunctional and it's like very unfortunate and it's just like, I mean, at, at this stage, I don't even really care. care it's just no. very outdated ideology. And it's really embedded in our lives very heavily without even realizing we should actually start enjoying life and be present, which is... I'm trying to tell this story to my parents. And they're really actually open about it. And mm. I see changes in them. Oh, that's good.
2: Well, well yeah. Let's just go back a little bit to, yeah, let's to, go to back. your
3: life in Iran.
2: Okay. How old were you when you left? I was 20, almost 25. 25. And yes. what drove you to leave? I was um, persecuted
3: and uh, harassed, and also been uh, captured once and asked what I'm up to because I was doing some underground activities for queer rights in Iran. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, since 2006, there was a magazine online called. Um, Iranian Railroad for Queer Refugees Mm -hmm. and I started to design for them for the first page and the design went further and went to interviews with some anonymous people or people in danger people um, who left their family or they're having suicidal thoughts or Mm -hmm. having hardship with their families Mm -hmm. uh, being who they are basically so from there it led to late 2009 Green Revolution, which is like also opposition um, uprising, like one Mm. of those many uprising, which Mm. is now more Mm. frequent, we call it Green Movement against the um, president. And then it actually went a little bit deeper, very near, near to the heart of the Supreme Leader. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Well, now it's totally changed. The whole thing. Am I going a little bit off
2: the No, 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 no. no, no I'll no. bring you I'll bring Bring we'll, me back. We will <laughs> bring you back if we have to. Because <laughs> yeah. what we have to do, we're about to we're about to slap hands, but okay, obviously, let's do let's do this obviously me being an adult and uh, And I'm an M B bring me yeah. back. <laughs> Don't say you're ADD, that's bullshit. No, I'm taking medication. No, it's still bullshit. Okay. Alright, I'm a doctor. I've been He's a doctor forty five oh, years. Forty five years. Oh my god. Hey, look. Yeah, a lot of people say. I mean, it's interesting. I'm not saying it to be cool. I'm really, really (laughs) severely severely. affected. (laughs) Yeah, and you're taking barbiturates. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go back a few steps. When when, when did you realise you were queer? How old were you? Um,
3: It's faded. Um, Actually, fading Mm. in Mm. because... My realization was very in early age, like nine year old. I mm. realized, oh, why I'm into this specific thing or that specific thing mm. is provoke me this feeling that I didn't know that it was sexual, mm. but it was the start of my of my um, questions about myself. But then when I went a little bit older, around the, around sixteen, I had experiences that I was really really altered the, my my mind. So I was dealing with guilt and pleasure and guilt and family in one side and me and my ideology in one other because mm-hmm. I was already so angry at why no one told me about Zoroastrianism. Why is no one teaching about Iranian culture? Where is this in, like indigenous Iranian culture? Practices. Where is it going? And then this, this word, mm.
2: it comes alive. Indoctrination, indoctrination. Indoctrination. I think people don't understand. Yeah, the, it's the Persian odd. culture, the Iranian culture is one of the oldest cultures on the planet. It's almost as old as the Hindu culture, if not as old. And they they're, they're family. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. Hindu, European. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're all families. Yeah. They don't, right. I think people realize how. And they don't understand that a lot of parts of the Middle East and Africa have been colonised by this this religious fundamentalism, Mm -hmm. not just which actually negates all that culture. They don't understand that. They don't understand that. And they think, oh, you know, it's always been like this. It hasn't. It's a new religion, Islam, isn't it? Sorry? Islam is a relatively it's, it's, new religion. It's the
3: uh, newest. One uh, of the newest, uh, uh, most successful who... Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go further because... No,
2: no, no, I understand. Look, uh, I understand. Yeah. Look, look, they have the rhetoric of equality, and that's understandable. Now, let's go back to your situation. Now, obviously, in Iran, and maybe a lot of Middle Eastern countries, um, to be queer is not just an issue regarding society, but there is a huge issue with family. Yes. And how did you cope with that? I grew up in a
3: semi-liberal, semi-traditional, right. it's like half-liberal, half-traditional, but mm-hmm. that traditional part of uh, the family, which is uh, comes from my mother and, my, mm-hmm. and her family, was quite um, ephemeral, let's say. I love this word as well. Ephemeral,
2: <laughs> yes, ephemeral. Um, Life is ephemeral.
3: Yes. And we are, the way we think, the way we live, the way cultures are specifically, mm. they're also ephemeral. They're always through the change. And my family through the change. We can make change. Yeah, well, And if it's stale, it's just alarming, it's dangerous. Yeah. It cannot be the same. But especially when I'm talking about culture, it's always changing, even indigenous cultures
2: in Iran and in Australia. Always. It should just... You we, know. we cope, we adapt, we move on. That's we're we're human That's beings. It. The only
3: thing is we need to live without any ideologies, let's say. The living
2: life, as it this one says. Well, look, um, we cannot read over the microphone because we're stupid. Would <laughs> oh you tell us what's on your T-shirt? My T-shirt
3: is saying woman life freedom right which is, uh, one is, of, is that
2: the slogans that currently in, in iran
3: yes that's originally a kurdish slogan mm. That um um it became an umbrella over iran and other um minorities mm. and yeah which is really says everything it just says everything to me mm. right um woman life freedom right like what do you what do you actually imagine a world that is not patriarchal? What do you imagine life living without ideology? What do you imagine
2: being free to express? Yes. It's like everything I want for life. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Kelly and I, I think about a year ago, we did a 10-part series with activists in the autonomous zone of north and east Syria. Rojava. Rojava. We did, we did in interviews. Syria? We did interviews with them, yes, uh, regarding, and that's obviously yes. they are the incarnation of that slogan yes. in a practical sense.
0: Yes, yes, mm.
3: yes, 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 yes. It's mm. actually a, uh, going across mm. other nations, uh, mm. neighbouring Iran mm. and Kurdistan, Iraq, and that's right. this is how it originated from Kurdish people. And mm. it's saving my country somehow. Mm. This slogan, it's making people united. Making people starting to make them actually think, ah, oh, we need to actually have one say with our different views mm. to overcome this hardship after forty something years of mm. Russian colonization. Let's say mm. not anymore American, but it's now Russian.
2: Mm. That's right, and Russians and, and
3: Chinese as well. Yeah, very Russian, prevalent in that yeah, area. Yeah, it's
2: very, very becoming more tangible. Well, they had like that there. big. Port in Damascus, the Russian Navy, oh. made to protect it. Mm. Now let's let's go back to you. Right. Let's go back to you. Okay. Now you Thanks. you left. You can have a drink of water, and I'll and i and and f- fill fill the air with crap. Now, <laughs> hello, dun, Kelly. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm You're, back. Dun. You're back. All right. <laughs> he doesn't drink much, does he? Kelly? No, no. I'm a bird. A are A bird. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so. I mean, you're using a lot of generalizations, i like to be a little bit more specific. specific. What was the turning point as far as you being forced out of Iran?
3: I think basically the combination of saving
2: my life and having a Now let's go back. Why, do you, why did you believe, or why was your life in danger? Could you explain the situation to people? Yes. Because a lot of people are not familiar with the government in Iran and what what it means to be queer or even to be involved in any resistance against the government. I think danger
3: has been sensed when, when the huge arresting and identifying faces has started coming to the surface and people disappearing, even in, in my city. And that was alarming, and I had to leave for three months because I was when I was when we were protesting in the streets. Um, we were really sure this is it, mm-hmm. this is gonna happen. There so many people in there, and it was just very overwhelming and promising. This is two thousand and nine, is it? 2000, late two thousand and nine. Yes. Sorry. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Late two thousand and eight, beginning of two thousand and nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. Different calendars, a little yeah. bit of. Yeah. Um, okay. What was happening by that time, um, sorry, what, what was that? And what, The
2: reason you felt that yeah. you had to leave, or the reason you had to leave, not felt, but had to leave. No, yeah. Had
3: to, yeah, when I sensed that I left for Istanbul for like, let's say, maximum three months. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go there and like, let's say, hang out with my ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, because he, he said, oh, we could meet in there because he was coming to actually Iran. But I said, don't come to Iran, <laughs> don't. He was going to come and um, like teach English and yes. we would like live in a cute house in Jolfa. Even we chose which area we're going to live in Isfahan. Mm. That was such a dreamy way of mm. wanting to continue living in Iran. But it just all collapsed. I said, okay, let's meet in Istanbul. And in Istanbul, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to stay here. But we were gonna continue our protests anyway. We continued like organizing protests for green movement and what we want, and like shouting in the streets and writing mm. names and stuff. And it was it was very, you know, heartwarming. But then uh, after a month, I received a call from my parents saying, "Hey, um, there's some people came at 10:30 p.m. Mm. Um, dressing, you know." Code dressing, yes. not formal dressing, mm. not uniform dressing.
2: You know the basiji mm. dressing. Mm. I want to invite you to a, a rave party, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It was like those dresses that they're not looking good. They're yeah. like okay. And, and did they have one of those big black uh, n- vans where people kind of disappear, which they got from South America? I have no, idea. I'm sure they. Uh, they all got the same black I vans. Have. I. Kn- you look at history, the 60s, the 70s, the yeah. 80s. They come in those non-uniforms and they got big it, black vans. Yes. And they chuck you in the back. Mm-hmm.
3: Is it? I don't know, but it's just really way more scarier than
2: It's uniform. very scary.
3: It's very, very scary than yeah. uniform. My, my parents were really scared and said, what did you do? Why they're coming here and ask you. Specifically for you. Uh, Specifically so yeah. for you. And then why they're lying to us that you've been to... Uh, military uh, service which Uh. you didn't so they didn't know actually you did military service or no. they just wanted to capture you and leave (laughs) so we told them that you're not here and I couldn't get back since then I could not be back I even remember the face of my mom when I was Mm. leaving I was like I'm coming back Mm. and she was like this I mean you cannot see see it. it Over yes. the much, which she was yes, yes, she horrified, said, horrified. She, she, she felt it. She could, she feel it. She knew. Anyway, um, then I couldn't. I mm. went to Ankara and the organization that I was actually having this uh, online magazine, working with them voluntarily from Canada, Iranian Red for Refugee. They actually helped me to uh, process my um, application to. United Nations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. United Nations processed it very, very quickly because it was before the Syrian disaster and crisis, um, and UN was not that busy, so they processed my um, application, and they even—I don't know—it was just very. I felt very privileged and welcome, um, being also unaware about any other. Everything in right. but yes, I was yeah. like, they—they they even paid for my ticket that's in the right. plane, and mm. they came in at the airport mm. and it's like, hey, this it's is your just, mobile phone, this is your Colts card, this is your blah blah. I was like, well, oh my god, who am I? Who am I? What <laughs> did I do? I'm just like, wow, okay. Uh, it was,
2: it was, it was very. You realize crazy. that's um, every Australian racist. Uh, uh what did I say dreaming about asylum seekers and refugees that they get everything and the locals get nothing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god, god. that's Don't, what they. that's yeah. every every racist you come across in this country will have the same story they get the public housing they get the yes. car's yeah definitely. they get the mobile phone but things have changed folks well, I, have I can assure thing. you it doesn't happen
3: anymore i have one thing to tell those yeah. racist people yes look at me <laughs> look at me <laughs> and look at yourself in the mirror what we look the same no, just want them to look at how stupid they would look if they talk racist and carry Australian flag on their accessories uh-huh. and then attend to stupid invasion day and not coming to the protest.
2: Well, look, look, sunny boy. <laughs> I'm Sonic sorry. Kid. I'm heated here. <laughs> no, look, I hope for your sake that you've taken out Australian citizenship. Yes. You have? I have. 2016, I got Excellent. my passport and everything was just... Because yeah, the High Court has said like. you can't be deported, young man. Ah,
3: I don't... I mean, I have a Danish husband. He can maybe help me. <laughs> got to, go to Denmark? Oh. I, I'm, I'm not necessarily uh, uh, <laughs> showing thinking, it up, but yeah. There are thinking, the globe is big, honey. Uh, I well, can go anywhere I can yeah. because home is not only
2: here but yes. homeland is just um, one place and yeah, that's unfortunately yeah. it doesn't work that way the danes have kind of turned a bit lately have you spoken to your husband about oh it? my god yes i mean i mean he, he must be a little bit concerned about the direction it's taking is it
3: uh, well i i never really disclosed it but i'm not, i'm gonna ask him can you please take me to the embassy tomorrow thank you yeah and we'll see what happens
2: <laughs> now I'm, uh, I poo-hooed that you had uh, attention deficit syndrome. And, uh, <laughs> I agree that it's a, uh, it can be a real issue. Yeah. What made you, um, forced you to get a diagnosis? Was there a crisis in your life?
3: Oh, I, every now and then I have existential crisis in my life, so I feel like I try anything to keep me constantly um, up. Unhappy uh-huh. happy mm-hmm. and optimistic. Mm-hmm. Because especially last hundred days, it was very difficult, very heavy to follow news every day, to come to work, to question my positionality, to continue study. And I'm like being more and more unhappy. It's like, this is not supposed to be like this. This is not, I should not be here. I don't want to be here. I just want to be there. <laughs> yes. It's not a good train of force. No. Then these are forces that are mm. always around me. I'm not saying mm. I'm excluded. Be- like no. I'm com- I'm not comparing. Everybody has those mm. forces. But yeah. it's intense. Mm. And diagnosing um, for my ADD really helps me to focus on learning and articulating my english it just suddenly improved after the medication I suddenly know. i yes. got to enjoy theory classes mm, mm. suddenly i could actually look at people's eyeballs right. for the first time yeah. i was not scared to actually
2: focus what they're talking and about he's focusing at me but you raise a very good question a lot of people Say medications are bad. Look, I've been around a long time. Been a doctor forty-five yes. years, and I can assure people yes. that medications they have side effects, of course, but they can dramatically change people's lives. I and you,
3: absolutely, and yeah. But one thing I'm going to tell you, mm. uh, I used to go through all these different type of ADD medications, yeah. and I find out, when I stopped taking medication, my brain was already learned how to focus. Mm-hmm. I already mm-hmm. learned how mm-hmm. to actually pay attention and not give any energy or any kind of unnecessary thought to unnecessary thinking, so mm-hmm. just come, mm-hmm. just come and go. I was like, okay, yeah. I'm here, I'm okay. gonna be here. Mm-hmm. i learned learn how to do this. My My drug taking of this medication is just so little, mm-hmm. so insignificant, it just helps me focus studying and focus sometimes working Mm -hmm. something that i have to deal with words it really helps me
4: you're listening to 3cr
0: community radio 855 am visit the 3cr website at 3cr.org.au forward slash podcast to hear the most recent recording from each show or 3cr.org.au forward slash streaming to listen live
2: listening to Radical Australian Community Radio 3CR 855 on your AM dial. This program is streaming on 3cr.org.au. The program is podcast. You can access the podcast by going to 3cr.org.au. So you use the S word and the W word. (laughs) Study and work. So what are you studying? (laughs) Oh, my God, you scared
3: the shit out of me. <laughs> 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 I study um, Masters in Contemporary Art.
2: Contemporary Art. Yes. What
3: period is that? Uh, contemporary. Yeah,
2: what yeah. period? Are you going to the 19th century? Or is it 21st? No, no, no. no.
3: Contemporary is like right Na- now. Right What's now. What's the issue? What? What's
2: going on? Right well, now. What is the issue that's going on right now in Contemporary Art? Uh, the issue... Uh, which one? I'm sure, and there's lots of issues. Well, that's what I'm asking you. You're <laughs> tell us the one, one
0: who's got, Tell us one.
3: You, you're the master. <laughs> All the thing. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm focusing on colonialism, actually, because I right. find colonialism and colonial forces in homeland and home, which is now in the core of my practice. And it's getting. Well, are you a contemporary artist? That's right. I'm You're not also,
2: just studying you are a no, contemporary artist. No, I artist. am
3: an artist. I'm also a musician, which is also a form of art. So I'm artist. I'm definitely an artist. And also working to support myself is making frames and sanding and cutting and right, fitting right. pictures right. Exactly. and hanging yeah. out with all lovely work. I need
2: to talk to you after this. I need, I need some work frames, some really good work, very important work. I got work. 25% discount. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's a good. That's a good discount.
2: Yeah, it's a very. Oh, you don't need to give me a discount. Don't worry about it. I'll no. get. I'll get my late wife's foundation. She's paying for it. Although she died six years ago, she's paying for it for her foundation. I got some beautiful work I need framed. I was looking for an ethical framer, which is difficult to find. It's it good. is difficult. So, it is very difficult so find. what type of wood are you using these days for your framing? Um,
3: the most tough one is oak, mm-hmm. and there's, there's also American oak. Uh, I don't like to work much with, um, what do you call the other, the other name of the wood? Oh, my God, the yellow one. I cannot remember the name. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's yeah. way softer, but I feel like I'm enjoying working with oak. Right. But then on the other side, on my practice, it's bluestone. This is my medium at the moment. Bluestone.
2: So bluestone. Plenty of bluestone in Plenty milk. of bluestone. And it's you can even st- steal it.
3: I do. <laughs> I actually do it because they're everywhere. I just go grab a trolley and grab them yep. from the urbanized yep. Melbourne yep. and I uh, promised myself I
2: would never touch nature. Could I tell you a very sad story?
3: <laughs> yes. Sir.
2: About a young man I minted about 40 years ago. Yeah. He was stealing bluestone and he got caught. Really? And he was charged. No way. But And he th- got a criminal record. Th- oh, my God. God, I have
3: stolen a couple of uh, rocks in the streets. Actually, you haven't
2: stolen them. What you've done is you've actually changed. We don't use the word S, the stealing word. The stealing word. <laughs> the stealing word. You know, what you've changed is their use. They are repurposed, and they're yeah. already yeah. being used mm. in the in in in
3: different, um, let's say, urbanized Melbourne. Yeah. 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 And they're not belong to nature. They have story. I don't know who to, who cut them. I don't know
2: why they're square. I don't know the story of them. You and it really to, fascinates me. You, know, you need to know the story of blue stone. Blue stone is the, it is the colonial so, stone. Yes, colonial it was normally cut by initially in, convicts, yes, then yes. very skilled yes. stone masons. Yes. Who were responsible for the radical transformation of the yeah. society in the eighteen fifties and sixties? How fascinating is so that? So it, it is an extraordinarily important river. I call it a river yes. of history. You follow yes. the Bluestone, you will yes. follow the post. Uh, you'll follow colonial history yes. in this yeah, country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 just, I like Bluestone. Yeah. I really love it because mm, mm.
3: it's just it's. It's the it's the element that I could actually relate to because Mm, mm. there's only one problem. What's the problem? Silica.
2: No 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 no. no. (laughs) You're not thinking laterally. (laughs) I thought if you had ADHD you'd start thinking laterally. Um. uh, You remember Paris? You wouldn't remember. You know Paris 68. Paris 68. The May the May Revolution. Paris 68. No well, um, I don't look know. It about up, look it up. Look it up. Paris yes. sixty eight, the most revolutionary period in European history yes. since you know, since the Second World War, it was the change where people moved away from traditional Marxism, socialism to a more ah, yes. libertarian yes. type yes. of trend, right? Yes. And the main weapons of the students because it was a student led movement, like in our own, yes. were the cobblestones. Okay. Which the streets were made of. So they could actually pull out the cobblestones and throw it at the riot police, right? With bluestone, they're big chunks. You break your back trying to throw a bluestone. <laughs> so it's not a revolutionary stone, is it? <laughs> it
3: is It is very heavy. It is it, very dense. It actually. is yeah, dense. You can't really throw it. No. <laughs> no. You can't, you can't no. even break it really easily. Really have to, it's yeah. really hard penetrating such mm. a stubborn mm. colonial structure, let's say. Oh. And I'm really mm-hmm. enjoying drilling into it and creating holes to just like, Mm. Feels like a
2: protest in some ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, is it, yeah. If anybody wants to look at your contemporary art, yes. is there any way they can actually access it? Yeah, just write my name. Which is what Kia. How do you spell it? K I A. How do we how do we differentiate you from the car? Because we you put can. Kia. <laughs> There'll be thousands. <famous. laughs> yeah, you
3: can. K I A and my family name is Zand, like Sand but with Z, Z A N D, which is also
2: yeah. So well, that's what they put up? Yeah, Kia Zand. And that's it, and it'll all come up?
3: It comes up. Uh,
2: there's a website. websites. Yeah, and- look at Kelly. She's already looking it up. She's, she's that type of person, you know. She's skilled. She's smart. She'll be writing the notes after to make you look like a human being. 40 minutes. She's telling us there's only got... S-
0: it's s- like in the boxing ring and then the girls go around, you know, with the... <laughs> Cards.
2: Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. But then,
3: what is forty minutes indicating? Oh, it's forty so minutes left. It's no, so yeah, we've already spoken for forty minutes. Are you kidding Are me? I am not kidding. It's such a yet. joy to actually talk <laughs> to you like this. I'm not even
2: joking. And the thing is, it's just like we're talking bullshit in our lounge room at home. You know, it's it's. Uh, I don't call these interviews. I call them conversations. I like this. Chats, chats. I like this. There is one problem. What is it? When. Kelly holds up that number, mm-hmm. and she compared herself to one of those girls in the ring. Yeah, she's got she's got too many clothes on.
3: Oh no, <laughs> so
0: true. What is very cold in here? Yeah. yeah, it's changing from summer to autumn now. So yeah, like- I,
2: rem- I remember years ago, I was doing a uh, radiophone mm. program, and I called the producer or the co-host, the producer of Barrel Girl. Yeah. I never live that down. Oh <laughs> Sorry, Kelly. <laughs> no, she wasn't the producer then. It's all right.
0: Barrel girl, what's that?
2: <laughs> well, what is, what is well, they that? were the skimpy, skimpy dress girls at the fair, at the circus, who would...
0: Wearing a barrel.
2: Yeah, and they would actually... The little Ferris wheel where you'd win prizes, they'd yeah. spin that. Yeah. Okay, and usually they were naked underneath the barrel. Okay, right, yeah, that's a barrel. So it's an Australian tradition, it's okay, I'm sure it's not an Iranian tradition or a Pharisee. <laughs> now, you said you're a singer.
3: I, n- I didn't say that, but I said <laughs> I can sing. Well, that makes you a singer. You
2: said you're an artist.
3: I sing in the bathroom, and it just echoes really well. But I'm oh, sure, look,
2: look, no, look. <laughs> there's nobody here, nobody listens to this program. I can assure you. There are no and we're listeners. in our
0: lounge room. Remember, we're yeah. in
2: Joe's lounge room. Oh God! Don't, don't even remind me of what it looks like. But what I'm saying to you is, this is a private space. Okay. There's nobody here. All right. We've never. I've done hundreds of these interviews or chats, and I've never heard anybody sing in Pharisee. Ah. So, have you got a song for us? Oh my God. No, I God's not going to help say you. Oh my glub. <laughs> Um
0: or maybe even a children's nursery rhyme. I can,
3: I can actually tap, yeah, maybe right. like this. Hey, hey. And then... Hey, hey. Great. And which song, which song, what which song, say? which song? I don't know which song. Come <laughs>
2: on. <laughs> uh, look, Ellie said a nursery rhyme that your mother <laughs> sang to you. Come <laughs> on. idel bar Eidelbalo,
3: balo, idel bar در انتظارم می از دلدر آیی دلبر تو از سرم دوری آچ سرم نیست دلبر هوای دیگری در کبو نیست دلبر ای دل دلبر بالا بلایی دلبر در انتظارم که ای
2: <laughs> As dar
3: del oh. Beautiful, beautiful it's, it's, Can you give us
2: an that
0: idea? gave me some chills uh, yeah. I
3: yeah. think I made some words mistaken Doesn't matter But then it's a very It's real It's a, it's a, di- it's a dialect yeah. of Lori Which mm. I'm, I don't speak at right. I tried my best But then I apologize apologize who, to whoever speaks Lori um, But also it's something that I would actually w- would love to improve. Anyway. Um it's talking about
2: a lover. Oh. As usual. As usual, <laughs> like all music, yes. Esk um, you know what ishk is? Yes. Ah I don't think Kelly knows what ishk no, is. No, have I you, you, have, you, have you, you have you ever have you ever been in esk? Ah so many times. So many times. Almost Esk yeah. is that feeling that you're almost supernatural when you're totally Passionately in love of somebody That's
3: true And it becomes to a level that it becomes devotional You kind of forget about your pleasure And true. your health And yeah. then you become the secondary And then you and die then, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's
1: what <I> happens <laughs> Best way of dying <laughs> Ultimate
2: Ultimate passion yeah. and uh, A lot of people as you know It's not the relationship that actually is important It's the feeling yeah. The feeling of being yeah. in love before. It's, it's, it's the euphoria. It's I like love a, it. It's an addiction. Yeah. I love it. I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean you miss it? I you miss You've got a dating
3: husband.
1: I hope he's not listening. Oh, wait, uh, he's,
3: he's probably listening. I love him in bits and bits and bits, but we didn't marry because of love. We don't believe in marriage, by the way. We married because we could pay 25% less tax in Germany. <laughs> oh. If you're married
2: If you're married You pay 25% less tax Less tax <laughs> It's a good way to ensure people get married isn't And it? then
3: we went to Denmark and married That was a funny marriage to be honest we, <laughs> <laughs> we had an argument and then we drank some wine And then we hang out with his
2: family And uh, it was so cute at the end Do you cook? I do cook. So what, I, what type of food do you cook? I
3: love steaming beans and rice and <laughs> herbs. A lot of herbs. Like what? Like, uh, deal is my favorite. Uh-huh. And coriander I like. I know a lot of people don't like. Uh-huh. Coriander goes with uh, seafood a lot, but mm. I stopped eating animals. Mm. But then these are all changing.
2: Are you are you a, a real vegan? No,
3: no, I'm not vegan. You're vegetari- I'm vegetarian. Right, right. So I, you eat honey, eggs, on and off. cheese, just, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I love kangaroo because it's yeah. sustainable and it's delicious. I can do so many things with kangaroo. But then I just have a lot of conflicts right now with myself eating it, especially hanging out with my husband. He's now... <laughs> vegetarian it makes me feel shit eating animals like yeah this is a good chance yeah but does he cook or do you cook oh he cooks beautifully yeah very very beautiful Mm. he's visiting me for a month Mm. so it's yeah while we're hanging out he's just beautifully cooks and so what does he cook vegetarian vegan stuff with a mm. lot of beans and sprouts. i right, are just becoming right. really a fan of sprouts these yeah. days. Brussels sprouts. Br- no, no, the sprouting beans, beans. Oh, yes. which yeah, bean is mung beans. Yeah.
2: yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. they're delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah.
2: Uh, do you do you cook the king of beans, snake bean? No, can I get those? I, yes, you can. Is it red? No, they're very long. They're about this long. They're about no, $20 a kilo. No, no. Wow, Ooh. that's Do you that's, grow that's them? Huge. Um, no, it's very hard growing them. You really need to grow them under. Uh, I do a lot of vegetable growing. You, <laughs> you need to grow them. Under cloth, basically, or plastic, or something. Yeah, it's and then kind of, Yeah. Could you
0: bring in some beans sometime? I love beans. <laughs> <laughs> bring
2: beans oh, all or right, something. Kelly. All right. I'm Joe's
0: <laughs> a wild gardener. Really? Oh, oh yes.
2: yourself? No. You uh, uh, like excuse me. You're married. Do you I mind? I
1: mean. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: Oh, guys. Hey, don't, don't, don't give me lines okay. to open up. All, All right. God. He's oh. dangerous. Yeah,
0: he's silly. Yeah, he's
2: great silly. thing is, I only speak a few languages. How many do you speak? You speak English, Pharisee, Danish? Uh, no,
3: I don't speak Danish, but it's very really difficult. I speak a little bit of um, beginner Spanish and beginning beginner German, like, like babies. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Uh-huh. I don't uh, get Turkish the, Turkish Yes I yeah. lived in Istanbul So I adapted very quickly Because we, we, we speak I mean We have a lot of common words But mm. it's a whole totally sort of different language
2: And I picked it quickly mm. Talk, Talking about Turkey Did you have any friends In Syria or Turkey Affected by the earthquake Or um, Not that I know of, oh, right. But I have travelled Those places mm. And I
3: Yeah It was, it was pretty sad it's just very, very um, harsh on the people who are already suffering from different aspects in their life, and they're mm. having an earthquake. It's just like, oh, heartbreaking. Oh, it's just heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, and it was already another earthquake in Iran. It happened, and so many people lost their lives, but it was mm. not really in the news. I'm
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, just, yeah, hopefully uh, they get
2: help as quickly as possible mm. how do you think the um, uh... the uh... Wi- women life freedom struggle is developing in iran currently because we, we see pictures mm-hmm. and we see people here protesting yeah. Yeah. In. so how do you think do you think it's actually any threat to the government or they're pretty well entrenched to which government the iranian iran? government okay. Um, I think
3: it's a threat to many governments around the world because this it is becoming very, very universal mm-hmm. and all the Iranians who are living in diaspora, which Iranian government was so happy for them to just leave the country, became the thorn in their eyes. Mm-hmm. It's just every one of them became their own, having their own agency to, um, determined to be to be to keep to keep going in mm-hmm. this um, um, making people know what what is this slogan about and what's going on in Iran and uh, Afghanistan and Kurdistan and Iraq they're really really um, on it and mm-hmm. they are they have a lot of um, I mean Iranian in diaspora already have their hands in the parliament's in Europe in Australia in everywhere you go they already working so hard mm. to make Europe specifically to not deal with the Iranian government because it's just finally coming to the surface finally they get to know uh, what the Islamic government in Iran is about and and hold country it's functioning in a really unusual way without recognizing its own people yes and we are still having this question which is really where they come from and how it become this and how is it gonna go and where is it gonna go it's just a lot of fear but then Mm. um we haven't been this far and um for our fight. What what we're doing, the progress is so, so close for the country to have a significant change, but we never experience that much, um, let's say, we feel we won, we won this game because Mm -hmm. what we see is just a broken, very expired, old-fashioned, patriarchal government that is still holding into this little power it has and it's just making money as much as it can before it dies. Mm. And they all know they're falling and it's just so obvious. We can mm. smell it in the air, even in yeah. Australia. It's falling and it's just doing everything to hold. Right. So it's like Iranian diaspora, they're having also a very big responsibility to
2: accelerate this paradigm, let's say. Mm. So, uh, I don't know if I should ask you this, but are you involved in the movement here? My whole life has
3: just been involved with that road. I I cannot go anywhere else. Really, it's just mm. at the pinnacle of my every ideology. I just I just cannot think
2: about it. Right. So does 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 your art reflect that? Always. Always. And Always. And it's, and have you got anything in the future? As far as some type of um, exhibit or yes. more than an exhibit, maybe mm. some interactive piece or something that yes. you're working on.
3: Yes, so currently I? I just I just actually applied for photo festival, which mm. is the biennale of um, photography uh, festival in Melbourne, mm-hmm. which is international. I just applied and I'm hopefully I, I hope they will accept my um, proposal. And my project is to create an environment where there are photographs with um, pierced faces. The faces are not there, but they're big photographs. But they are pierced out. Their faces are not there. Um, Four people from Iran. We don't know which one is um, in diaspora and which one is um, in Iran. Mm-hmm. So they have they story and the reader would read the story very short paragraphs and they have to figure out which one is which is which located where mm. Mm. and in the middle of the row in the middle of the room it would be a, that colonial structure just like tall and pierced in four directions facing um, four photographs which they're also pierced so this whole if you can imagine, Mm -hmm. from this colonial structure in the middle of the room, the bluestone, it's gonna face each pierced face. So what you see from that um, structure, you would just see walls, you cannot see pictures unless you actually go away from the structure. Mm -hmm. So I'm playing with that idea of colonization uh, colonial lands in my home country, and here, um, and it's gonna, it's on its progress and it's mm-hmm. developing. I'm developing that, and hopefully, I would show, I would exhibit that
2: in 2024 for the festival. 2024. Wow, yes. that sounds fascinating. Yeah, I'm really excited. About yeah. That. Now we have we only got a few minutes left, and what, sure. And what I usually ask wise people, and I'll put you in that category temporarily.
3: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm really dumb Don't worry about it no no, I'm not no, 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 no,
2: no, no, <laughs> no No, 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 no no. You're the wise one I'm the dumb one You're asking the <laughs> questions You're answering So obviously you're the wise one And Kelly's the really intelligent one cause <laughs> She's doing everything And without her there You know, she puts up the podcast She puts She organises the picture She does the summary I mean, I just walk I, You know, I'm, I'm lazy I walk in And I, at 3.30 We have a bowl of chips down the road And yeah. I say, who am I interviewing? And she said, Kia. And I said, Kia who? I don't do any research. None whatsoever. <laughs> There's no point. Because people are so wonderful. You can learn so much about them. That's really All good, right. Yeah, okay. For the two young listeners we have. Sure. Two young. Like, no, in- two. Number two. Number two. 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 Yeah. Okay. So well, let's make it four. Four oh, young sure. listeners. We may have four people under 70 listening, all right? Okay. Now, they're, they're embarking. They're toying with the idea of becoming activists. They're toying with the idea of the women life, freedom, freedom, you know, thing. Mm -hmm. So how do you suggest they approach it? Where are they from? Where did they born? They're all born here. Okay. So... I mean, their parents were born overseas, but they were born here. mm, It's very complicated because... That's why we asked you. (laughs)
3: Yeah. we We have... education in our system mm-hmm. they can actually come up with good tactics to educate them which are recent they're already doing what they had to do like ages ago about indigenous Australia education in the school so the next level would be about the world or woman life freedom what is important the, col- the colonized lands for example which is very fascinating how Important it's getting and how it's finding its way to a great success. I can see how these practices of indigenous people around the world can be significantly putting a human in a better position. Just we, we're holding onto those practices, we're really looking up and looking at them. Hopefully, they would survive. So, this is one of the things that I have to. Get in their minds as soon as they can because it depends where do they live, and it's just kind of embarks it, it, it relates them to their identity because identity is the base. Then comes knowledge when they know themselves, when they know what is life about as well, then they can onboard some knowledge is about woman life, freedom, and such as other. Slogans, which, yeah,
2: um, I, I, I can't go uh, further. Uh, this is yeah, this is no, 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 that, no. Was,
3: that was a very difficult question you
2: asked me. Well, we always ask at the end <laughs> oh when, at, when you're exhausted, you know, that's when we ask the difficult questions. Okay. Look, it's been a pleasure chatting with you, yeah. likewise, Kia Zand, Z A N D. Yes, you're a, a welcome addition to this country, thank you. It's a pleasure here. Hopefully you don't go back to Denmark. It's a pretty boring, I fat don't, little yeah. place. You know. <laughs> I've been to Denmark and the highest hill is 200 metres or something. It's full of cows and no, pigs. No,
1: you know,
3: no. I, I will be here. I love it here and I'm really, really
2: um, lucky. Yeah. I'm really feeling lucky. Well, you're contributing back to the country. And that's the the beautiful thing, as well as developing yourself and the community around you. And when you said Iranians have their fingers in the parliament, they also got their fingers in the coffee shop. The coffee shop next door to 3CR... Is owned, co-owned by an Iranian who looks exactly like you. He's bald. Oh my! <laughs> I'm going to go and see my dull danga. <laughs> <laughs> they
0: make makes some beautiful food there.
2: Yeah, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to. Yeah, you can go speak. Go speak yeah. to him. I don't know if he's closed yet. I think he'd be closed now, but uh, they like some f- other time. Some yeah. other time. Maybe you can be our guest, our special guest. I can and come bring for a you coffee. some coffee next time. No, don't bring us coffee. Wait, You don't drink coffee. Yeah, they'll make it for us for Why a price. Not? Why not?
0: He wants to bring you some coffee. You want to
2: bring me some coffee? I want to bring you
3: some
0: coffee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coffee. Look, you
2: can, look, you can yeah. bribe me. It's all right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Thank Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for all your work, and I uh, wish you all the best next week with your interview. Have you uh, got, yeah, have got, got somebody? Oh, yeah,
0: we've got Sue Robertson from Done By Law and the media law trainer here at 3CR. How come you I'm get gonna all have the good
2: interviews? cracker conversation without t- you,
0: without you. Yeah.
2: How, how come you get all the good guests and I had to put up with... Because
0: I'm the producer, Kea. I get to organise all that biz.
2: <laughs> Thank you very much, you. Yeah,
4: thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Spam
1: You're listening to 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio.